Glad you're with us today on Community Matters. Richard Pyatt here on Saturdays on 95.3 WBCK and at BattleCreekPodcast.com anytime you'd like. You know, if you uh, have been friends of ours, radio friends of ours for a while, you remember from the morning show or Wiggly Tail Wednesday updates. Of course, this is Saturday, so we're just going to call it Wiggly Tail and check in every month or so with Jessica Gilbert and company at the Humane Society of South Central Michigan to talk a little bit about pets. Hi, Jessica. Hi, how are you? Great. Welcome back and thank you. We're going to talk in a couple of minutes about heartworm, just uh, some things you may not have known about heartworm. I think a lot of us certainly have heard of it, particularly if uh, you have a pet who has had to be treated for it or at least had the preventative. And we'll talk a little bit more about some things you may not know about it. First, though, we want to talk a little bit about Oreo. No, not the cookie. (laughs) But when you see Oreo's picture, you'll understand why she is named that. The very clever Jessica. You know what? She is even sweeter than the cookie. Uh, Oreo is a wonderful dog. She is a Beagle Australian Shepherd mix, and she is just about three years old. All right. Yeah, she has uh, the white coat with the black splotches which is pretty uh, pretty Australian shepherd in her traits, I would say, more than Beagle, wouldn't you say? Yes, but I kind of think she's got a Beagle personality. Um, maybe that's just because I'm kind of drawn to Beagles. So as soon as I met Oreo, I just fell in love with her. Um, it's no secret. She's my favorite dog in the shelter right now. She's really a sweetheart. Uh, but it's not just me who loves her. She is TikTok famous. Is that right? Yes, we have a, a TikTok account, and uh, Oreo is one that is featured on that quite often. She has all kinds of things. She doesn't mind dressing up. She loves playing with some of her shelter dog friends, and uh, she just has a really good time. So uh, if you're on TikTok, you should definitely check us out. All right. Humane Society of South Central Michigan. Look for that and uh, see the TikTok star Oreo. So folks should not be uh, reticent to come and meet her and perhaps adopt her, even though she is your favorite right now. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, She is going to make someone just a wonderful family pet. Um, There's a couple things that you would want to know about her. She does need a physically fenced in yard because uh, of her breed mix. She's going to follow her nose and she's a pretty active dog. Um, She prefers kids who are a little bit older. I get that. You know, not everybody loves toddlers. Um, She would do best in a home. She's not really a fit for an apartment due to her energy and her um, barking. And, you know, sometimes they get that beagly howl going. Oh, yeah. uh, But she's also kind of dog and person selective. So um, she decides who she's going to be best friends with. So we always do a dog to dog match. There's some dogs that she absolutely loves playing with. And there are other dogs she'd just rather not be around. Okay. If she smells trouble, she's going to stay away. Yes, absolutely. All right. Stay out of trouble, Oreo. That's uh, very smart. So remind us, Jessica, the process. Now, uh, somebody takes a look at Oreo. And by the way, you can see her pictures uh, in the post for this particular episode at BattleCreekPodcast.com. They see her. They want to consider adopting her. What's the steps they need to take? 
Uh, the first thing they do is go to our website and they fill out an application and you actually can just fill it out on your phone. Pretty easy to do. And you submit that. It takes us about two to three days to process it. And during that time, um, if you have animals in your home, we will call your vet and see about their vet records, talk to some references that you provide, make sure that uh, everything looks great. And if it does, then we schedule a time for you and your family to come in and meet with her. We're close to the public except by appointment. So the cool thing is when you come in, you actually get the facility to yourself to spend as much time as you want with Oreo. We take you into our education center and it's really just a nice time to get to know her and make sure it's going to be a good fit. So we want to make sure it's a great fit for her and for you because it's a lifetime commitment. Very true. Well, she's very photogenic. I can say that. And she posed nicely for the photo, which we'll share in the show notes at battlecreekpodcast.com and you can check her out. So how do they see her in your list of adoptable pets. Do you do you exclusively reserve that for Facebook or do you put that on your website as well? There's a link on our website to our Facebook page and we also post on petfinder.com. And that's really a great resource. So um, PetFinder lists all of the local shelters and rescues in our area. And you can actually narrow it down um, by a zip code, by the, the amount of distance that you're willing to travel. If you're looking for an adult pet, or a special needs pet, how big they are, how old they are. You can narrow it down for what you're looking for and pull up all of the ones that match that description, kind of like looking for a car online. So uh, <laughs> you can kind of figure out who you'd like to see from our area. There's so many great pets on there. Yeah, I know what you mean about the car part, for sure. I think uh, <laughs> Vince and his uh, crew at Lakeview look at their stats and say, oh, Richard's looking at the cars again. <laughs> they probably see that. <laughs> All right. So Oreo is uh, this month's Wiggly Tail featured pet. So take a look in the show notes here, and we'll put the links as well to all of the aforementioned sites so you can click right on through. So it's actually funny because uh, Jessica and I are recording this by video conference, and uh, you're hearing the audio of this, of course, but Jessica and I are looking at each other, and there is a kitty who keeps walking in front of the in front of the camera. And it's so funny. This kitty is very smart because that cat knows when the camera's on, I presume. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Cass is my office cat and he's been with us for a long time. I think he's seven years old now and he doesn't uh, necessarily enjoy being in the cat room with the rest of the cats. He also has some health issues. So he is on some daily medication. So he gets to spend his time here. And he is a wonderful office mate. You can actually see pictures of him on our Facebook page. And he, he's on social media quite a bit. I have a collection of cat hats. And he is always one of the models for wearing the cat hats. I have a little um, mohawk cat hat that he was wearing today. So um, I'll have to send that picture along so you can see that too. Yes, do that. In fact, I think I did see that photo on your Facebook page. And I wondered... How does this kitty sit still for that? He's probably fine he, with it. He is. He's remarkably well-behaved, and he knows that if he does those sorts of things, he gets a treat afterwards. So he's treat-motivated. Smart guy. Okay. Well, uh, Cass will see you, I'm sure, in future weeks as, uh, as uh, Jessica and I have these discussions and we'll share his photo in the show notes as well. So we promised a little chat about heartworm. This is something 
that uh, is pretty common even now at all these years that uh, heartworm has been publicized it's still out there isn't it it's in all 50 states now it used to be just an issue in the southern states um, and there's a couple of reasons for that uh, definitely it's transmitted by mosquitoes so um, i don't know about you but sometimes in the spring it's early and we'll still have mosquitoes in our home uh, but we're also getting a lot of dogs transferred up from the southern states where they come up and uh, they might be heartworm positive before they get here and the mosquitoes take a chomp on them and then spread it. So uh, heartworm can be found in dogs, cats, ferrets, wolves, coyotes, foxes and sea lions. Although we don't have any sea lions around here. <laughs> that we know of, at least. We often think of dogs when we think of heartworm. I'm not sure we think uh, of all of the other pets that are affected by that. That's an amazing list. Absolutely. And I think the reason we think of dogs is because they're the natural host. Um, So when the mosquito bites the dog, it releases little larvae into the bite, and those mature into worms, and the worms mate inside the dog. And that whole cycle takes place inside the dog, where the other animals may just have um, the adult worms, but they don't have them uh, being able to mate because that's not their natural host. So a dog might have hundreds of worms, where a cat or a ferret may only have maybe two or three, but because they're smaller creatures and because there's no treatment for cats or ferrets, um, it's a deadly disease for them. So in a lot of cases, even though they have a far fewer number of worms, there's no treatment and often the first sign of heartworm in cats or ferrets is death. Interesting that that uh, explains now why the dog connection is so much the focus because uh, because of that. So how do you, Jessica, at the shelter then make sure that uh, if an animal does have heartworm or maybe you don't even know when they get there, how do you assure that uh, they're treated or that they are healthy? The first thing that we do is we test. And the American Heartworm Society uh, encourages everyone to test uh, annually for both your dog and your cat. So when the animals come into our shelter, we test right away. And uh, after we test, as long as they test negative, they are put on preventative and they are kept on preventative while they're here at the shelter. Um, If they test positive, again, there's no treatment for cats, so there's nothing we can do except supportive things. But for dogs, um, we actually, if we have the funding, we can do treatment for it. But it's not always successful. And uh, one of the hard things about it, if the case has been um, going on for a while, the dogs wind up getting issues with Um, damage to their heart, their lungs, and their arteries. So if it's an older animal that's had the heartworm for a while, um, it could have some health issues that would render the treatment um, not as effective or even dangerous to that animal. Okay, so uh, an individual case-by-case study will determine what the course of action is in treatment. Uh, But, uh, right, do you have a preponderance of cases of this when when uh, pets come to you? Do you see that often, I guess is the question? Uh, we're treating probably two to three a year that we're treating. We have not seen any cats um, test positive, but we get a couple of cases annually of dogs. Other rescues may not test, so they may not be sharing that information. Um, I know that veterinary offices, they um uh, report those numbers uh, generally. Um, It's a voluntary reporting, but that's one way to track it. 
Um, we haven't necessarily seen that there are uh, increases in the number of dogs who are testing positive, um, but it just makes sense that that is likely to be the case. So again, we keep our dogs on heartworm preventative year round. So if you know that the dog has been tested and is kept on prevention. All right. So important to know as you consider uh, adopting a pet, ask these questions. Uh, certainly the Humane Society of South Central Michigan has a uh, this sounds like a fancy word, a dossier on each of their residents. And so uh, that information would be part of what you would learn as you consider adopting Oreo or any uh, other pet that uh, might be available for adoption at the Humane Society of South Central Michigan. So once again, HSSCM is uh, closed to the public, so you'll need an appointment to uh, visit with Oreo or one of the other adoptable pets and uh, just visit their website and uh, you'll see all the details on that and take the first steps toward making that appointment and that visit. All right, Jessica, we always appreciate these updates and we'll continue. We'll chat with you again next month with another Wiggly Tail Prospect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.